get the coughs out first. <coughs> it's Rona season. Welcome everybody to the fifth episode of Football Discuss. It's another transfer market update. We are back. We are back. There's a lot happening. Mm-hmm. There's a lot happened this week. Tears have been shed by the football world. There's a lot crazy. to be there's a lot to be said, but everyone really realistically knows. What everyone we're knows. About. Everyone knows what's going on. Everyone we'll, knows. I think what what we're going to do today is just dive a little bit deeper into what this means for each club. Mm-hmm. Um, Talk about the other things also happening. That's yeah, kind of been overshadowed. That's been overshadowed by by you know Lionel. by Leo by by the goat himself leaving. Mm-hmm. Leaving Barca. Never thought the day would come, but it's, so we'll, it has arrived. Well, yeah, we'll speak about that in a little bit. Stay tuned if you want to hear about what we think of the Leo Barca PSG um, conundrum and transfer. But let's uh, let's start with the Premier League. Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish. Well, first of all, I think so. From what I remember from our last episode, you know, I was we we did uh, talk about Jack Grealish. Yeah. Uh, back then, you know, the, nothing was like... Nothing was know, concrete. Nothing was concrete at the time. That was roughly two weeks ago. We kind of knew it was bound to happen. Yeah. But it wasn't set in stone yet. No. Um, first of all, Guardiola's a fraud. He's a liar, saying that they don't have the money to be signing these kind of players. Bold men lie. Yeah. That's just... You can't trust a bold man. No. And it's... Like, you know, a hundred million for Jack Grealish? Like, in today's market, yeah, I understand it. There's players who's gone for more that I'm thinking, like, you know, how have you gone more? And that's including the English tax as well. You'd think with English tax, it would be more than a hundred million. No, I, I think I think a hundred million for Jack Grealish is a f- pretty fair assessment. He, obviously, he spent... He spent most of last year on on the on the hospital bed. Towards he the was, end of last was, season, yeah. He was injured a lot at the end of the season. Um, but you know, Aston Villa still played really well. Mm-hmm. During the Euros, he didn't quite feature as much as I thought he should have. Yeah. As much and as any any football fan. Yeah, any anyone football with a set of eyes. Who was watching the Euros thought, Wow, Jack Grealish is gonna and every time he played, he had a major impact. Yeah. Um so I Look, they still they still made it to the final, but I don't know why Jack Grealish didn't feature more often, especially at the start of the game. Yeah, no, well, I've, that's the question that was on everyone's mind, realistically. Yeah. Um, you know, like, you, you just, like, delve into it. He's 25 years old, so he's got years, yeah, years left to go. He's still got a ways to go. And still he signed, hasn't, yeah, hasn't he's just signed a six-year deal, yeah, so it's we, a mammothly long deal. Yeah, we, have, we don't really see six-year six, six deals happen no, at all. Not, not that really often. anymore. Not yeah. really. But it'll be interesting to see how well he does. Um, I've been talking with a few people, you know, outside the studio, um, that, you know, on their thoughts, Man City fans, on their thoughts of Grealish. And I personally feel like, yeah, no, he's going to do well. He's going to win his trophies, you know. He's not won anything up until this point. He's going to win some trophies at Man City. Definitely the Carabao Cup because that's their cup. They always win it every single year. Um, but... I feel like it's going to be a lot like similar to the whole Mara situation, him yeah. joining from Leicester City. You know, he's going to do well, he's going to win trophies and everything, but he will never hit the heights, I feel, being not being the main man like he was at Aston Villa kind of thing. Like, I mean, I could be proven wrong, but there's a lot of stars in that team and they all work together. 
more so. Yeah, there's think, no standouts like he will be at like like that like he was at Aston Villa. I think I think where does he fit in with Phil Foden, who's just exploded mm-hmm. last season, mm-hmm. with Kevin De Bruyne, who obviously plays through the centre, mm-hmm. with um, Sterling, who obviously plays on the left. His position, kind of Jack Grealish, the, the position that he mainly played last year yeah. for Aston Villa was on that left side, cutting in, and I, I think he's more of a creator than a finisher. Yeah, and Man City, when you look at their roster going into the season they've obviously you've got Gundogan who had a great end to the season very much a creator mm-hmm. Kevin De Bruyne calls himself a creator we know he's got a rocket on him Jack Grealish very much a creator Phil Foden creator Bernardo Silva but I believe Bernardo but, Silva has been rumored to leave so I think Bernardo Silva has been rumored to leave but as far as finishers and people that you kind of get in the box they haven't got that solid number nine. And obviously it worked for them last season without a number nine. But I just think if, if you've got so many so many guys who are just going to kind of play with it outside the box, I reckon Man City are going to... They're, they're going to be the long shot specialist of the season. Yeah. Does that make sense? They, um, I, I've always said, you know, it was the same situation with Chelsea where I feel like they were one striker away. Both the teams, City and Chelsea, are just one striker away from being yeah. a completed team. And, you know, I I think the money should have been spent on a striker as opposed to Jack Grealish. You know, I don't think they needed Jack Grealish. I look... Well, realistically, yeah. they didn't. Well, yeah, now like, we've got we've got the Kane rumours. So, yeah, Kane. obviously, they're trying to spend money on, on a big striker. And Kane is, hands down, one of the best strikers in the game. Yeah, definitely um, the best in the league. For definitely sure. the best out-and-out striker in the Premier League. And the best out-and-out striker the Premier League has seen in... Quite a few seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, People forget how close he is to actually like how close he is to the oh, Premier League yeah. record of most Playing goals. Playing for Tottenham, uh, like yeah, like team yeah, that like he has to make the chances to, himself. He has to he has to go to the shops, buy the food, prepare the food, cook the dinner, and finish the dinner. Yeah, that's exactly what he so, does. So yeah, and he's it's an like that makes it all the more impressive. But I, I think Kane Kane is eventually will move to Man City. I think the the amount of money that will need to be forked out to Tottenham, who are you know desperately holding on to him. Yeah. Um, we say desperately, they are desperately. Man doesn't oh, even want to show up to Jesus training these Christ. days. Jesus Christ! He won't even show up to training, and they. Oh. It's honestly a, like for me, I see it as a big surprise that someone of Kane, like someone like Kane, would do something like that. It doesn't. I mean, it just. I just don't see it. Like I understand, like he's. You know, made it clear he wants to leave. I think there was some sort of agreement that he could there was, leave. There was a verbal agreement in place with, with Daniel Levy saying, you know, for the right amount of money, mm. let me go. I yeah. want to win trophies. I want to play, you know, in finals. I want to win. I want to win. I want to win. I yeah. want to win. For him, it's really about he, you know, and if you watch that interview with Gary Neville that he did as well, um, for him, it's really about winning and solidifying himself as one of the best. Yeah. You know, these, these guys, these footballers, they get to the top shelf of, of world class. And if you haven't won trophies, it's really hard to kind of yeah. call yourself the best. Even if you've got, you know, the goals record or even if yeah. you've got... That's golden why guys, boots you know, golden boots and top, top scorer and this and that. It's hard to kind of call yourself the best when you haven't actually won any trophies. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And... The the only reason why I'm saying it's like he has every right, you know, to want to leave Tottenham. Like one hundred percent. He has yeah. given so much to that club; it's insane. And 
they just haven't given back to him in the and sense I, I of think, like... I know? think Tottenham have been trying to rebuild and trying to rebuild and they've been itching for a rebuild. I think what they need to do is sell Harry Kane for the... And right now is as, is as much as you'll get for him. Yep. He's at his peak price, mm-hmm. I think. If he stays another season, the price drops off, yep. I reckon. I agree. Especially with you know fans back in, in stadiums and COVID kind of... I don't want to say wrapping up, mm. but coming to the later end of, of the pandemic, you know, the budgets are starting to go back up again. I think he's at his peak value right now. So if I'm if I'm Daniel Levy, I'm thinking, okay, we'll sell Harry Kane at his peak mm. and try to fund the academy to boost the academy, try to fund, you know, purchases of of young guys. I know they're mm-hmm. trying to sign Brian yeah. Brian Gill. They have signed um, him. They have signed they him. They have signed him, yeah. Well, that is There you go, Brian Gill. They've just signed Christian Romero from Atlanta Romero as well. From Atlanta. So it's you know, they what well, I think it, it just invest in youth, invest in young guys, mm-hmm. invest in people the fans can get behind. Yeah. Really try to push the club forward where it's been, you know, at a stalemate for so long. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like I know we say Kane is their best player. Kane, like, Tottenham relies on Kane a lot. But, as you know, at least once a year, he does get injured. He has his ankle and he's out for a period of time. And if we look back at what was probably Spurs' best season was when they made it to the Champions League final. That, was it from the quarterfinals onward, I think is when he was injured, Kane? So they went through the quarterfinals and semifinals against Man City, against Ajax, made to the final without Kane. They can do it without Kane. And sometimes when I look at them, I think, wow, they actually kind of look better without Kane because they just don't rely on him, like, so often. And the whole team plays, you know? And I remember the amount of shit Pochettino got when he brought Kane back into the final after all these other players were doing so well. Lucas Moura got dropped after scoring the hat-trick against Ajax. And... Kane did nothing that final, you know? Yeah. And so, I think if they... It, I, I personally do think it is better if they sell him, get 100 plus million for him, use that money to rebuild in certain areas, like you said, and just try their hardest to avoid another bail situation because if they sold bail before, they got a shit ton of money for him and they just did nothing with it. Like what? Christian Eriksen was probably the best that came out of that deal, I think. So they just need to spend their money wisely. Yeah. Um... I think they, you know, with they've now got Nuno as their yeah. manager. They, he knows what he wants. He knows the caliber of players he wants. He knows the football that he wants to play. And I think I think the next transfer we should talk about uh, Romelu Lukaku to mm-hmm. Chelsea potentially. Although it's looking like if we've got we've got the very, here we go from Fabrizio. It's Romano. looking very very likely. It's just pen to paper. Yeah. needs to be essentially. Yeah, yeah it needs to be done. But. Yeah, so we talked about it just before we started this. Yes. Chelsea sold Lukaku to Everton for thirty million, only and to buy him back for one hundred and thirteen million, <laughs> roughly. <laughs> that is some that some is, business that right is, there. That is peak business. That is. Yes. Do you think? Let's call it a hundred mil, a hundred million pounds. Let's call it that, just because we don't know. Some people are saying 97, some people are saying 113. Let's call it 100 mil for Lukaku. Value or not? Value, yes. I think he is um, an incredible... He's improved a ton since he's left Man United. He is a different beast at Inter Milan. If you look at him, you know, at Everton, he was very young. Chelsea was very young. You know, 
muscles still develop. Obviously, he was still a beast, mm. but your muscles are still developing. If you look at him now versus, uh, you know, back in back in the Everton days, he's using his body a lot better. He's mm. using, like Ian Wright said, he gets his bunda stuck into yeah. him. Like, <laughs> he's using his body well because, you know, he's a big guy, he's a strong guy. I think he puts one arm out and it's, it's game over. It's we've game over. we've all like, seen that see video with Jamie Carragher oh. where he just absolutely turns him. Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's nuts. And I think with, with the issues he had at United health-wise, mm. um, with, the thyro- with the thyroid metabolism something problems like that, or yeah. something, obviously... Lost 10 stone, what was it, 10 something? You lost a lot of weight was, once that was sorted out. He wasn't fit like he should be. He yeah. was, obviously he's game fit, mm. But he wasn't getting the most out of training, yeah. out of his nutrients, out of everything that they were giving him. He wasn't at his peak, essentially. His touch, I feel like, has come a long way. Mm-hmm. His IQ under Conte mm-hmm. has come a long way, I think. Yeah. Um, I think. Like, you hear stories, apparently, at training, Conte would go, okay, all we're going to do today is fizz it into his feet. Mm-hmm. When you, when you want to pass it to Lukaku, I want you to shoot it at mm-hmm. him. I want you to blast the ball at Lukaku. Mm-hmm. If he messes up the touch... We start again. Yeah. If he gets it right, keep playing. If so, he messes up the touch, start again. It's that whole thing where so if you look out, you've messed up the touch. You got to run to the other side of the pitch, touch the goalpost, come no, back. But it's even <laughs> it's worse than that because if if you do that to a player, it's like okay, well if 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 I mess it up, I'm only punishing myself. Mm. But if you kind of make it a psychological game where it's like okay, if I if I mess up this touch. Everybody has to start over and yeah. everybody's going to be pissed off at me. Yeah. I'm new at this club. I don't want people to be annoyed at me. I barely speak the language. Mm. I want people to like me. I want to show people I'm doing my best. I'm improving. You know, I want people to know there's a reason why I've been spent money on, yeah. why I'm paid a lot, why I should be starting. So it, psychologically, you feel like you have to perform. Yeah. No, you I... have to. Otherwise, no one's going to like you. Yeah, exactly. Especially yeah. at a big club. You know, you guys are challenging for the league. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be wasting all of training because you've taken a few bad touches. Yeah. And we know from previous, you know, like seasons that like the Italian fans, like fans in oh, Italy are ruthless. Very, are ruthless. They're ruthless. They're onto you. Poor. The one day, you know, they're your biggest fan. The other Enough. day, they're, they want to kill you, essentially. And yeah, and I think that's great for football. Um, I think we need passionate fans. Obviously, there's there's a line. Obviously, there's a line, and you know, abuse is not not okay. Mm. But passionate fans that let you know that you know they're not happy with how you're performing Mm -hmm. definitely has a place in football. Because I do think there like there's certain footballers, there's certain you know teams that like don't take the game seriously enough you know fans are there to what they pay your wages they're there to watch yeah. quality football and then yeah. some you know some players just treat that, it like that's what i that's that's what i love about thing. some of these even though they're big teams and the fans do get watered down hmm. um they're still like the proper real fans that will sit there and you know if you're doing well they'll cheer you but if you're yeah. If if they're not if you're not performing, if you're not trying especially, mm-hmm. if you if they feel like you're slacking off, they will give it to you. Yeah. 100%. But where so with this whole Lukaku thing, yeah? Where do you see this Lukaku transfer like shaping Chelsea's season? Do you think this is just automatically title contenders? Do you think like how what do you think of their team well, Chelsea, with Lukaku? Chelsea showed at the end of last season under Thomas Tuchel that 
obviously they're title contender. Yeah. Very much, you know, they've, they've shown, especially winning the Champions League, mm-hmm. they, they showed the world that, okay, we're here, we're ready to compete, we're, you know, we're looking like professionals. Yeah. You know, under Lampard, I don't think he was quite the right fit. I don't think he was really ready for a job. No, it was a big flight. it was a big step. I don't think he was ready for that. It was like the Andrea Pirlo situation. I don't think he was ready for it either. No, definitely. Um and you see what happened they came fourth in a in a league that they've won nine times in a row. Exactly. Yeah. Um so no, definitely I think Chelsea definitely competing for titles. Yeah. Definitely competing. I mean, and I think it's 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 awesome to see now because we've got City competing for the title, Chelsea competing for the title, arguably Manchester United arguably, will compete. Yeah. And Liverpool will look to compete as well with all their big players coming back. Yeah, I think you know we've uh, Chelsea from last season. They were incredible defensively under yeah. those two. Like they were keeping clean sheets after clean yeah. sheets. So the defense is sorted out. Got a re- reliable goalkeeper. Well, I think Mendy's a reliable goalkeeper. Mendy's quite reliable. I've, I've always said Chelsea's midfield is probably the best. You know, with Jorginho. Kante, yeah. Kovacic, I think it's... I think they just work hard. you yeah. got a, you got a guy like Kante who fills the gaps. you got Jorginho, great passer, great organiser. Um, yeah. Kovacic, you Kovacic, know. Kovacic, who's just... just box to box. Box like, to yeah. box, workhorse. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with Kante in there, it's like... Well, well like, with all Kante of them being... just doesn't give you room to breathe. Yeah. If you get, like, you know, we get City versus versus Chelsea for instance you get Kante marking City's creators mm. they just he just doesn't give you room to breathe and you've got players that do that and don't get away with it but Kante just does not give you a single cent mm. he, he's really good at it yeah. really really good yeah. at it and we got like we just said all of them are workhorses so it's yeah. like there's three of them but it's like there's six of them essentially like they just run that midfield because they just work non-stop yeah. their, their main problem was the attack they didn't have that out and out guy that they could rely on for goals well I think I think now if Lukaku does come in I think either you play him and Timo Werner up front or you play Timo Werner on the wing mm-hmm. with Mason Mount either on the left or behind Lukaku mm-hmm. um, you know I think Mason Mount and Lukaku will connect very well. Yeah. Um, Mount's a very creative player, especially he's really nice. His movement's great um, in the final thirds. Yeah. I think Kai Havertz, we're forgetting Kai Havertz, well. I was going to say Kai Havertz. He's, I feel like he's really flexible in that Chelsea team. Yeah, I think he's, he's... He's weirdly quick. Yeah, he's got, you know, he's had his first season... Uh, Obviously, he had his woes at the start. Yeah. But that's to be expected coming in, coming yeah. into. Tuchel's improved them a lot, I yeah. think. You know, the, yeah. you know him being a German manager. You know, just got the old arm on the shoulder kind of thing. You know, I got you kind of thing. You're okay. Yeah, you're okay <laughs> essentially. And I think with the Lukaku transfer, right? It's going to take a lot of pressure off the likes of Werner as well. Yeah. Because everyone, you know, when at the end of the day, you know, there's a lot of pressure on a striker to score goals. Definitely. People will look at the goals you score. You Definitely. know. People, um, and every time you miss a clear-cut chance, and which he's missed a lot, have his fair share of missing those. You know, people are going to get into, people are going to get stuck into you, and people did. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, like we said, it's it's only it's only right because people are passionate. Yeah. But let's let's move on to the topic at hand. That. You are absolutely devastated by as a Barcelona fan. Can I just say, can I just say that the last podcast we did, we were talking about, 
Oh, you know, Amok, how do you feel? Lionel Messi staying 50% wage cut? Now, before we talk about anything to do with that, I've seen a lot of things on social media, I've seen a lot of comments and a lot of posts being made. I still feel like fans don't understand the whole situation because there are some claiming, you know, if Messi really wanted to stay, he'd just take an even bigger pay cut. I don't think people understand that he could have played for free and he still couldn't play for them. So for the people who don't understand the situation, tell us what happened and why he can't play, why he's been okay. forced to leave Barcelona, essentially. Yeah, so right down to bare bones, obviously COVID hasn't been easy on any club. Yeah. And most clubs, especially the big clubs in Spain, have been struggling. Mm-hmm. They really have, like, COVID has taken a, a massive toll on Spain. Yeah. Um, and the big clubs have been struggling. You know, Florentino Perez has come out and said, we can't afford to buy anything, anyone, yeah. nothing. You know, they've sold Ramos, mm-hmm. Club Hero, yeah. to fund just being able to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Um, big reason why the Super League, why the, all these teams wanted well, the Super League to happen yeah, for the influx for, of money. For the influx of money. And so, basically, what Bas- Barcelona is a public company. Yeah. Which means that, you know, every four years, the board gets a vote on who should manage the company mm-hmm. and you know it's all it's all out in the open it's all very public um the the last president that we had Bartomeu Josep Bartomeu yeah dug dug Barcelona into a really 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 deep financial well mm-hmm. of just misfortune yeah. and just crap we sold we sold Neymar mm-hmm. 240 million world record fee world record fee and what do you do with it you buy a you you spend way too much money on old players uh like mateo you play you you kind of insert yourself into scandals Mm -hmm. surrounding surrounding transfers so players like alish vidal players like um uh, Luca Luca Dini, I think, Possibly. all involved in a in like a scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, so you spend way too much money on Griezmann. You spend way too much money on Dembele. You spend way too much money on Coutinho, mm-hmm. and all of these all of these terms in in people's contracts that kind of just make Barcelona as an entity spend more money on those yeah. players than they're even close to being worth. Yeah. So. The problem, the problem has been and and will be for the next the next few years. People on a are on a extraordinarily high wage. Um, people don't want to take a pay cut. Mm-hmm. Even this season, the problem it hasn't been fixed. Like we're still signing, we're still making what I think dodgy signings. Like signing Emerson Royal for twelve million. Yeah, I don't think it needs to be done. No. you know, especially because you've got Dest, you've got Roberto. And for the love of God, use the youth team. Mm. Use it. That's like, what you've been built on for it's what years. We, our golden generation was built on the youth team. Puyol, Iniesta, Busquets, Xavi, PK before he went yeah. to United. Uh, there's plenty. Like, oh, it, like Messi. Like yeah. there's 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 so many players that were built from from the ground up at Barcelona. Even these days, Ricky Puj, Elish Mariba. Pedri didn't come from the youth system, but he's very young, and we signed him for very cheap. Mm-hmm. Alex Cajado, 
it's so many so Ray Manai now having a great preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, so many great players and so getting back to getting back to what the issue at hand is. Mm-hmm. Barcelona and Leo Messi had agreed on a fifty verbally, yeah. you know, Pick a gentleman's up. agreement on, you know, his wages for the next they were gonna sign him on a five year contract. Yep. This was verbally agreed, you know, it was all done just pen to paper yep. needed to be touched. Mm-hmm. Um, Messi had agreed to play for five years and essentially be paid for two years. Yeah. So he agreed to more than a fifty percent pay cut, mm-hmm. which, which is huge. It's a huge pay cut. Yeah. Um. So. When Barcelona tried to then register the transfer with La Liga, not the transfer, the contract with with La Liga, and finalize the wage bill, La Liga came back and said, "Well, no, 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 no," mm. because. You know, this is going to breach financial fair play, and we're not giving any wiggle room here. Yeah. This is going to, you know, you can't sign. Mm-hmm. So Barcelona came out and and said, "We're so sorry, but La Liga blocked it. We yeah. can't sign Leo Messi." Mm-hmm. And I think that is one hundred percent the worst way to lose the best player in history. Oh yeah, no, he, he, Messi on a, on a free with with little to no dignity. We've, not a proper goodbye. It's not a fans, real. Though. It's not a proper goodbye. We haven't had fans in the stadium for over for a year. over a year and a half. He hasn't been able to play in front of the fans in over a year. Over over a year and a half. Like it's such a sad way to lose a club legend, mm. the sport's biggest legend. Mm. Like he will go down as the greatest yeah. footballer of all time. One hundred percent. One thousand percent. And that's the worst way to do it. Like it's, it's it just sucks, especially for Barcelona. Yeah. We rely on him mm-hmm. not only on the pitch but off the pitch. Messi generates so much money yeah. in viewership, in shirt sales, in sponsorship money. Mm-hmm. The guy brings in so so much on the pitch, and even more. On top of that, like you know. Players come to Barcelona to play with Messi. You well, know? Yeah. He's look, a bargaining look chip. At, look at Aguero. He yeah. came to Barcelona saying, I want to play with Messi. And now man's, and now done, man's done, done his calf done his on purpose calf. when he realized take, that he's Taking three steps into the training ground and going, ooh, ouch. There's something wrong here. <laughs> something wrong here. Uh, November. I'll come back in yeah. November. See you then. See you then. <laughs> you know, Depay came came to Barcelona and, and in his press conference said, you know, I look forward to playing with Messi. Everyone looks forward to playing with with Messi, mm-hmm. and, and you know Gerard Piquet said it after after our game with Juventus. Obviously now, you know the talent level of our team has dropped dramatically. Yep. You lose the best player in the world, mm-hmm. your talent level drops dramatically. You lose someone who creates, who scores, who he's okay. He's the best creator of all time. I mm-hmm. think he's the best dribbler of all time. He's the best. Up there, goal scorer of mm. all time. Up there with Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo phenomenon, <laughs> Diego Maradona. Like yeah. incredible players. He's he's the best. Mm-hmm. And how how do you feel? 
how do, how do you fill a void that's been left by the greatest player in history? You can't. It's never going to happen. Possible. It's not possible. We knew it was never going to happen when he left Barcelona. We just didn't know it was going to happen now. We just didn't yeah. know it was going to happen in the way that it did. Well, yeah. We I weren't expecting it to I, happen for another couple of years. You yeah. know? Like he said, he was going to sign a five-year deal. He was going to sign a five-year deal you know, with a clause that he can go and play in... I think Siri just popped off or something like that. <laughs> Don't know what just happened there. Well, yeah, he signed. He signed a. He signed that five-year deal. He was going to play for a long time to come. Maybe he moves to the U.S. and plays football in the U.S. That go was back to Ar- go back to Argentina. Go as back well. to Argentina, but he was gonna, you know, have his slow down years still at the club. Yeah, and I think, you know, he got asked because every Barca fan is thinking, okay, well, if we if we can't have him now, can we bring him back a few years later? And he got asked. And he goes, look, this is a new chapter in my life. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, on, to, I'm on to a new chapter. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to say these things. Like, yeah, and make false promises. Yeah, yeah, it's just, you know, as as a fan of Barcelona and as a fan of Messi, obviously, Messi, any Barcelona fan idolizes Messi. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's, it's a void that cannot and will not be filled. No, it will, it, like... We knew that was going to happen yeah. a long time ago. Eventually, it will happen, but I did not expect yeah. it to happen this year. Yeah. Do you think, you know, I'll, um, there's players in your squad, like some Griezmann, you could say, um, maybe Coutinho and all that. You know, all of these players were the main men at their at their clubs before they moved to Barcelona. You know, when you move to Barcelona, you're no longer the main man when Messi's around. Yeah. Do you think now that Messi's gone, we're going to see... A huge step up from these players. Do you think we're gonna see the best of these players like that we saw at their previous clubs? Well, well, do you think I, I it think could so, be yeah. a slight? Like I wouldn't say slight because at the end of the day, you're losing the best player in the world. But could yeah. you see a slight blessing in disguise? Like slight. Well, you have you have to look for the positives because there's you know Messi leaves and and you have to sit down and and look for some. You have to sit down and look for a silver lining. Yeah. Because it's done. Yeah. He's gone. He's at PSG now. It's done. Yeah. So I think I think Griezmann steps up hopefully. Mm-hmm. I think Memphis Depay is going to be a great addition. Yeah. He's he's really really talented mm-hmm. and I think he's going to work hard Done and well he gets along well with Kuman, yeah. which is always good. Um and he's had a great preseason. Mm-hmm. I think Coutinho coming back into the side. I really 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 want to see him succeed. Yeah. I'm a Huge fan of Coutinho. Over the last few years at Barca, he's not found the Liverpool form. The Liverpool form. He's had snippets mm-hmm. where he's gone. Oh, he's back. Yeah. Oh, Phil. Phil's back. When he gets on that right. When he gets on that right foot. It's That's like just, when Messi gets on the left. Yeah. Do the thing. Do the it's thing. Just, it's exactly the same thing, you know. I think Ansu Fati coming back should be good. We haven't seen him play in oh, way too long, mm-hmm. but he. He was he was a shining light, yes. you know. He phenomenal player. Yeah. So he's coming back. Uh, Aguero in November, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, if he even decides to play, he might even prolong the injury want, now. If at he this wants point. to play, yeah, and that would just be a disaster. Another player just like sitting on the bench earning buckets of money. That would be a disaster. But um, yeah, and I think one of the more recent, even after the Messi scandal. One of the more recent bits of information that's come out 
people are blaming Samuel Umtiti. Yes, it was in the... I can't pronounce it for the life of me. It's Joan Gamper Trophy. The, the opening of the season, well, yeah, essentially, so, right? So the Spanish media have come out and said, okay, these... These list, this list of players are earning, um, are earning money. you know, and it's a crazy amount of money. Yeah, Messi obviously offered to slice his contract, and you know he was ready to. Samuel Umtiti has been at the club for a long time. He's not been in form for a long time, but he refused to take a pay cut. Mm-hmm. Flat out refused to take a pay cut. Um, and so, well, you know, when he played in against Juventus in that Joan Gamper trophy, um, he was getting booed and whistled every mm-hmm. time he was on the ball. Uh, when he came out to, an, you know, when all the players were coming out to take a photo with the whole squad. The he celebrations, didn't out, yeah. He didn't come out to celebrate. He didn't take a photo. I think he came out for, you know, the squad announcement, but he didn't come out and celebrate the trophy, and, and I think that is such a sour mm. start to the season. Yeah, um, it's not entirely his fault. Yeah, like, it's no, not. it's not. And obviously, part of me goes, ah, oh, for God's sakes, Sam, come on, like, throw us a bone, like, try and keep it, like, do yeah. something to help. But the other half of me goes, like, you can't, yeah. you can't force the players to take a pay cut. No, at the end of the day, it's they ask, con- you know, otherwise they would yeah. just do it. Otherwise they, they would to, just do it. You know. But, you know, it's a whole, it's just, it's not possible to force players to take a pay cut oh. when they're contracted. Um, and, yeah, like, it's just... And, oh, like, it's, to, it's add so to that, to add to that, you know, if you're, if you're Samuel and Samuel and Titi and you're looking around at all the other players who are also refusing to take a pay cut, what makes you think, okay, I'll take one, you know? Yeah, like, right. it, like it's not fair. Every It should have been a collective effort. Everyone should have been like, hey, the club's in the mud. We need to take some pay cut. Well, yeah. And, like, they, it's not, they all took and when we say pay cut, it's not like we're saying they're going to make $5 an hour. Nah. They are making millions a year still, yeah, so more than we will ever make. Inst- like, instead of, of the 8 day. million a year, you make four. Yeah, you know? Life is hard. It's It's absolutely absurd to me. And... But yeah. no, it's 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 crazy, and and you try and put yourself in the player's shoes. Like, would you take a pay cut to keep you know the star player at your club? Well, I don't even think Sam Mutiti cares that much. Like, obviously, there's players that you know live and breathe football. I don't think Mutiti is he's that there guy. For the bag. I think he's there for the bag. He's there for. I'm not. You know, obviously, we don't know, but. I don't think his heart is in... I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he's like a Sergio Roberto or a PK or a These players Ricky didn't, Pudge. Those they, players didn't even do a paid cut either. To be so it's just... I think it's it's a disaster from... It's an eight-year-long disaster class mm-hmm. from the Barcelona board. Mm-hmm. Um, it's bad financial decision after bad financial decision after bad financial decision. And I think Barcelona as a, as a company... In, in football and in sports has to go down as one of the worst run companies in recent times. Yeah, for sure. Um, has to go down that way. And it's it's just, that's just the way that it is. And I, I hate to say it as a fan of the club and as a fan of Barcelona, it's just been, it's it's hard to watch sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to look at. Yeah. But yeah. We've rambled on a lot, but we haven't touched one part, which, you know, we'll, which I think we'll end on, is... Obviously, we're talking about how 
bad this is all is for Barcelona, but how good is this for PSG? Oh, at PSG the end of the day? have struck gold. PSG have now have no excuse. Absolutely no, no excuse. excuse. They have to Not win to the win Champions League. A treble, a quadruple. Like they have oh the best goodness. squad in all of Europe. They have I've seen a post, they have the best dribbler, the best creator, and the best goal scorer in that team. And then Plus, they have Neymar and Mbappe now. You know, like it's Bro, crazy. It's, like it's they have, insane. They have an insane squad, and you know, like I, like I said, there's no excuse. They should like they've come so close in recent times. You know, making the finals, making quarters, semis, whatever. They have to win it now. If they don't win it, they will be the biggest laughing stock oh, in all of Europe, in all of football. To. Like it is, it, like their they squad is insane. And well, you look. Let's 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 kind of digest their squad and the depth that they have. Goalkeepers, two of the Donnarumma, best. arguably in the form of his life. Mm-hmm. Keylor Navas, last season one of the most underrated keepers. Of life, one of the most underrated keepers. One of the most underrated stock stock trader keepers mm. of ever. I don't know yeah. how. Clubs just seem to just, just sleep on him, sleep like, on him, like, and disrespect him so much. He put you in the final last year. Like, why do you, why why do you hate him? Yeah, not in the sorry the semi final. Yeah. Um, centre backs, Marquinhos, one of the best Dembe, around, yeah, and fucking Ramos. Yeah, they've just had Hakimi. Hakimi at, at the right at uh, the right uh, back, right wing. Right wing. Yeah. Hakimi's the right side of the pitch belongs to Ashraf Hakimi. Mm-hmm. Scored on his debut. Scored on debut. Scored a banger as well. It was a great goal. Um, Midfield. Midfield. Euro 2020 winner Marco Verratti in there. Marco Verratti. You've got Di Maria in and around there. You've got... Um, Sarabia. Sarabia. Herrera. Paredes, who's just won an international trophy as well. And if you look at them in pre-season, Ander Herrera has been... Insane. Absolutely if you watch, if you do yourself a favor, if you have not watched um, PSG's opening uh, match no, this season, and Herrera, Herrera was pinging balls left, he, right, and center. He looked like yeah, it was he insane. Like prime Paul Scholes, the way he was yeah. launching them. First prime time, Tandy, prime first time taking a touch. Long, oh, yeah, it was he, insane. He looked, he looked phenomenal. Yeah. Neymar will be coming back into form and into fitness. Yeah, you got Mbappe, who's a freak. You got Icardi. Mm-hmm. You know, if things aren't working out for you and you need a big striker in the middle, why don't we throw on Manu? Just throw Maro Icardi. Maro Icardi. Just because why not? Just do your thing. Do your thing. Oh, just the, the incredible... We, we Obviously, we know that, um, that Messi and Neymar work well together. Yes. We've seen it. Yeah. In the greatest football trio of... of Arguably all time, definitely this generation. If if you're if you're facing okay, you're Man United. Yeah. You you come up against PSG in the Champions League. Yeah. You've got Messi on the ball. Uh-huh. You've got Mbappe streaming down. You've got Neymar coming in short, and you've got Di Maria overlapping. Mm-hmm. Who do you mark? Do you send because because this was the strategy to to <laughs> defend against Messi traditionally, crowding with four mm-hmm. players. And and pray. Yeah, essentially. And yeah. pray to whichever of the gods <laughs> you pick, all all of them if you want. Just uh-huh. please, mm-hmm. right? So what what do you do? Because you can't one v one Mark Messi because he's too good. It's not, it's not possible. You can't send two players to him because you've got Ashraf Hakimi yeah. on one side, you've got Mbappe on the other side, and we know Messi is one of the greatest passers of of all time. Mm-hmm. 
and you've got Neymar. How do you play against Paris? You don't. Like, do you, you just don't. do you just keep do you just keep nine players in a line five meters from the goal and then hope make a wall and hope for the best or do you, what what do you do against at Paris? This, at this point, the best you could hope for is get all eleven players on the goal line and just yes. Hope for that they get tired of taking shots, the ball breaks, and you all break for a counter-attack. That's all it is. That's all you can hope for. That's Just genuinely all you can hope for. But can, even then, you like someone will get belted in the balls, they'll lose that that spot in the goal, Jesus someone will come in for a rebound, and they'll score. Like Honestly, team, some, something I'd love to see from PSG is like something I'd love to see from Pochettino is just do something different. Like because obviously you could play five at the back yeah. easily. Yeah. With wing backs. Wingbacks, yeah. But if you can dominate the ball so well that you can afford to play Ramos or Marquinhos in midfield, mm-hmm. just about like a like a very deep central midfielder. Yeah, I ju- I think the possibilities are disgusting because we know how good Ramos is on the ball. Yeah, we know how good Marquinhos is on the ball. Mm-hmm. I think the possibilities are outrageous. Yeah, this team is gonna go places. Like this, this team generally. has to go places before the Messi transfer. Before oh, the Messi before transfer, the Messi we're, transfer, transfer we're always saying, "Wow, PSG's had a great, you know, great summer." Yeah. They signed Messi on a free, mm. and you're like, "Holy, oh, oh my! This is this is one of the best teams of all that time." Would, yeah. but I think I think we should. We'll wrap it up there. I think we've. This is the most we've ever. This is this from is, what I can see on the time. Right, I feel like that's a five, isn't that's that's fifty three minutes. minutes. Yeah. So yeah. we'll we're gonna leave it up to you guys uh, on Instagram on YouTube. Leave a comment and tell us. DM what, us as well. If DM you us, please. DM us. Our DMs are an open channel. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us what you think could happen with PSG with Jack Grealish with Romelu Lukaku. Any other transfers yeah, that, that we, we haven't, haven't covered? Yeah, obviously um, this you know this episode was going to be mainly yeah because it what's going be, on right it had now. to be that's just yeah. that's just what's going on yeah but yeah please please let us know you know your thoughts on everything we really want and we want to bring people on the show we want to mm-hmm. we want to you know really discuss with you guys in comments in DMs yeah uh, what your opinions are yeah definitely we love interacting with yeah, other people we, we, love we love seeing it. the comments flood in and get people getting their opinions and that's what you know that's what we started this for you know it's not yeah. just I'm and I talking shit most for like 50 yeah, plus that's minutes. a lot of it it is a lot of it that's, <laughs> it's a good 80% of it but a good 20% is like we like to interact we, with we'd other love people to get other people's opinions with, with everyone and get everyone's opinions yeah. you know we're not always right most of the time we are though I would say we are always right that's yeah. you know but you know we're we, we want right. someone to challenge our yeah. football IQ our football intelligence our football knowledge mm-hmm. our absolute mega mind level brains of football mm-hmm. please discuss your opinions with us and we'll tell you why you're wrong yeah, exactly if you're, unless you agree with us and yeah. we'll tell you why <laughs> you're, you're right person. <laughs> if you're listening on Spotify check out it on YouTube if you're listening if you're watching this on YouTube check, check it out on Spotify. Spotify watch it in the car yeah if you're on the way to work listen it pop yeah, it listen. on get your football fix yeah and uh, we're excited for the start of the season yeah coming up pretty soon we are uh, yeah we hope you're excited as well because yeah. there's going to be a lot of a lot of things to cover there's going to be a lot definitely. to talk about and uh, we'll see you guys in the next yeah. one see you then Hey, cheers.